where you you like, yeah, I could do this full time, or was it just a gradual increase in the viewers and just you know the community? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was definitely gradual, of course, because since I was going to school, I was getting financial aid and scholarships, so that helped me out a ton. So if, if you're in school and you want to stream, the best time to stream is definitely while you're in school because nowadays life is so expensive. It's not very feasible to be able to work a full-time job or, or, and then come home and have a family and then stream. Because in my opinion, at least starting out, streaming is a, probably a six, day, six to seven day a week thing. It's a, it's a, it's a full-time job and then some. Welcome to Tardux, a podcast for content creators to come on, share their experiences, stories, and advice. And I am super pumped. I have Barry Buckets. Welcome. Ooh, I'm just, <laughs> once again, I'm just grateful to be here. Uh, as all you guys know, Tardux is amazing. Uh, I think he's, uh, if not the most known uh, Tarkov podcast in the Tarkov stratosphere. So I, I feel important today. I told my mom about this podcast that I had to do today. So I'm just, I'm, once again, I'm grateful to be here. Awesome, Thank man. You. Thank you for being here. All right. So what we do is we started off with three random questions just to get the, the juices flowing. Are you ready? All right. Yeah, let's go. All right. So your favorite hoops team, I'm assuming it's the, the Spurs, but game it's... seven, who's taking <clears throat> the shot? Anybody throughout the history of the NBA is taking that last shot to win it. Who is, who's, who are you taking to pull that trigger? Mm, you know what? I'm going to, I'm definitely going to go with uh, Michael Jordan taking that last shot, but I'm going to take it one step further. And I'm going to have LeBron James bring the ball down because he's going to make the right play to put Michael Jordan in that yeah. position to be successful. So, All right. I, th I thought it might have been Manu, but, you know. Mm, you know what? Yeah, we're going we're gonna to leave. We're going to leave those, uh, those, those old heads out of it for right now. I definitely <laughs> want I want two of the greatest players playing. I want those one of those two to take it right there. Yeah, sure. man. Yes. Yeah, I grew up in the – I got into the hoops when Jordan was getting beaten up by the Pistons. And mm -hmm. those were a t couple of tough years, but – Man, I love I love the playoffs back in the nineties, man. Nobody got you know, nobody got an easy layup back then. Yeah, it um I of course I've only saw snippets and clips yeah. and old videos of it, but I you're you're definitely right. That definitely was um that style. I'm not saying it was the safest because it definitely no, was not. God no. But, yeah. but but that style of basketball, uh it, it truly was beautiful. And um I do feel sadly to say this as a as a as a huge basketball fan and uh, player and and just you know I, I really do think that basketball in some ways is kind of losing its beautifulness if you yeah. know what I mean yeah you know, kind of how it used to be yeah uh, yeah the, the Spurs were oh. just that's that that beautiful ball you yep. don't see it much anymore man and so it kind of definitely it hurts my heart a little bit seeing how it kind of just kind of going away yeah and people stayed together you know it wasn't like yeah. this is jumping around yeah. teams and they're like you know a dynasty was a dynasty like you had that yeah. core group. And yeah, it's, 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 I don't, yeah, I don't know if we'll see that anymore. I don't, I don't think we will in any sport. I yeah. don't think we will in any sport and I'm all for the players, uh, getting paid a fair wage yeah. and, 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 and playing to win championships for sure. But it, 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 it was definitely special seeing the Spurs do it and seeing the Patriots do it. Yeah. Cause honestly it, it probably in that way that they did it, it'll probably never be done. Again. No, but, absolutely. All right. Question number two. As a little kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? 
Oh, I wanted to be an NBA basketball player. <laughs> nice. you, that, was, man, that was no shot, man. I tell you what. Awesome. Up, up, up until, I mean, I, I truly believed it the whole way through. Up until about my senior year, I, I was 100% certain that I was going to play basketball. Yeah. Um, after after school. And I, I had a couple opportunities. Um, I, um, I had my best opportunity was a Division II walk-on spot. Yeah. Uh, I had a spot on the team, but... Uh, I was with this beautiful woman who is now my wife. And long story short, I was in love. And Aww. my heart told me, my heart took me to, to go to school with her. Nice. And it was no doubt the best decision of my life. So awesome. I, I don't regret it. Now, did you go up against anybody that made it to the big leagues? <clears throat> so actually, I played with and against a couple of professional guys. Yeah. Um, uh, I grew up in the Central Texas area. So yeah. I actually ended up playing in the Central Texas All-Star game. So I ended up playing with... Uh, Jared Allen, who yeah. plays on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, I played against in, in that same thing, uh, yeah. Amani Brooks, who played for the Rockets and yeah. now is in the G League. And as well as I played against uh, Wendell Mitchell, who is a professional overseas. So yeah. I have played against a couple of guys, and God, those guys are just. Is it yeah, a whole guys. different level? I, you know what? It, it truly was. Not only were those guys, you know, 6'3, 6'4, 6'8, 6'10, you know. But they were their athleticism was something. I'm not very athletic. I was definitely more of a IQ guy. Yeah, I definitely lacked some size and athleticism. Their athleticism, it's it's a totally different world. It, yeah. it, it truly is. It truly is. I always wondered about that. It All was. Right. Final question: You're going out to a restaurant, and what are you getting? What's your favorite meal to get at your favorite restaurant? Oh, that is tough. Favorite meal? Don't at say a hundred chicken McNuggets, please. No, no, no more nuggets <laughs> for sure. I've had enough nuggets for definitely the entire year. If I'm going out to eat, which would probably be my wife, I'm either gonna have a medium rare steak or I'm gonna have beef fajitas. Oh, nice. All right, and the chicken nugget reference was his community. I think your community, you hit yes. some goal, and they yes. you had to you committed to eat a hundred chicken nuggets. Yeah, I, I regret it, and I probably won't do it again. For sure. <laughs> That's probably the smarter <laughs> move. Uh, uh, oh, what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl? I, again, I, I loved it. I think um, both quarterbacks, Mahomes, who's, in my opinion, already a top-five quarterback of all yeah. time. Uh, such a – he's amazing. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts absolutely balled out. I think it was four touchdowns with 400 total yeah. yards. I mean – that's that's what you want as a football guy yeah. and, and both of those guys play spectacular um i definitely don't disagree with the call but given how the game was called i don't really agree with when they called it yeah because me personally i felt that ball even if he did not get held i thought it was uncatchable it looked about yeah. seven yards past him yeah. so they could have let it slide again i'm not mad at all about it i love uh I, i'm you know i'm just a, i'm a football fan yeah. so i just want to see a good game and it was a great game for 58 minutes yeah so that's okay yeah, yeah I, I was like when Mahomes went down before the half with that ankle i was like oh that yeah. he looked like he <clears> was in <throat> some bad pain god that guy's spectacular oh guy's spectacular yeah <laughs> absolutely where did what did you do before you first hit that go live button what is your background um again it was again it was basketball up until i decided that that wasn't gonna work out yeah and then um I ended up going to school down at Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Um, I was a full-time student, and I think I really started streaming Tarkov and, and taking it serious about April of 2020. Yeah. Well, as we know, March of 2020, COVID happened, yeah. and it put a halt on everything. 
Uh, I honestly, I couldn't really tell you what I was going to do. I was going to graduate. Yeah. Um, me and my wife kind of both knew we probably wanted to get uh, another degree just because we wanted to differentiate, differentiate ourselves. You know, yeah. nowadays, a bachelor's degree is good, but it's not as right. good. So we just decided we were going to go. We kind of figured it. But when that happened and COVID happened, well, no one was leaving the house. So nobody was hiring to begin with. So right. we really yeah. didn't have anywhere to go. And I've always played games, gaming, it's gaming, basketball. And my wife has been my life for yeah. as long as I can remember. Nice. So it just one thing led to another. And yeah. my friend one time, you know, after the Fortnite stuff, he just was like one day he was like, hey, bro, just just go live. Like, just go stream. Yeah. And I was like you know what for sure why not right yeah and um about that time a couple months passed and i started taking for i started play, uh, playing tarkov and yeah just took it more serious and it it just has turned nice. into something that i could again never in a million yeah. years would i think that i could uh do this but i'm one day at a time we're doing oh, it man. So. so when did video games start for you Ah, uh, the first game that pops into my mind when I think of video games was Halo on yeah. the OG Xbox. Yeah, for sure. It was I was young, four or five, no doubt. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. No oh doubt. man. So now, over the years, you know, what are some of the your favorite games that stick out? Uh probably my top three favorite games, definitely Fortnite. I believe Fortnite was the greatest game ever created, in my opinion. Yeah. I I also believe that some of the reason gaming is still kind of in this dull spot is because of how powerful and how crazy Fortnite was mm -hmm. for so many years but uh definitely Fortnite, uh modern warfare 3 yeah my favorite call of duty was definitely modern warfare 3 and um you know as much as tarkov hits me in the stomach i want to say another word but i want to say another word uh, <laughs> uh tarkov is definitely up there it's yeah. definitely a love-hate relationship but the amount of people who, that i've gotten to meet just playing just yeah. playing tarkov is is is, is insane so i'm definitely yeah. grateful cool yeah Fortnite. i've I just recently started to play that. I think, you know, tail end of last wipe when, you know, the Tarkov wasn't in a great spot. It's like, all right, because I had other people on that were content creators that played Fortnite. And it's like, all right, well, it looks fun. And it was a blast. I was surprised. The no build mode is fun. Man, I, I, it's, it, that game is, is truly timeless, man. I, I can't even imagine thinking back to those to those days, man, just playing Fortnite for hours yep. and hours and hours. just just trying to get a win with your with your friends and yep. trying to scrim and, and, and trying to play. it was it was uh spectacular that Fortnite came out uh i think Fortnite came out my was it 2016 or 17 i think it was 2017 i think i think it came out my sophomore year it was transcendent man Fortnite was it was it was amazing it was oh, amazing man. yeah definitely a good time and now when you jumped from you know console to, to gaming on a pc how much of a challenge was that going from controller to, to mouse and keyboard well as you know you know i got my controller right here i'm always gonna have it with me <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm stubborn i'm stubborn and so when i got went from console and i finally had enough money to to, to build my to build my pc yeah shout out to pc rob he's the best um he uh he built me a PC as one of my best friends, so I've already known him. Yeah. And I stayed playing controller on PC for a very long time. Yeah. Up until I kind of stopped playing Fortnite. Yeah. And then that's when I was just like, okay, I gotta I gotta know how to do this a little bit. <laughs> so it was Rainbow Six Siege for about a month, and then okay. Tarkov. Truly, Tarkov was my first mouse and keyboard game ever. I don't know too many people who could say that. But yeah. This is like really my first mouse and keyboard game ever. So. 
I'm not um, doing half bad. Not no, doing half bad. Absolutely. So <clears throat> now that first time you hit that, you know, go live button, what was that experience like for you? Like, did you have other friends that were streaming at the time? Um, I honestly didn't. You know, I was very fortunate to have a, a really good friend group. Mm -hmm. uh, I pretty much went live and had between three to five viewers when I instantly went live. I had, a, you know, I had myself. I was yeah, watching myself. Course, right. And yeah. then I had uh, I had my, one of my best friends from, from college, Isaac. He's the one that made me go live, and then yeah. Rob and 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 Chance and Tanner, some of some of the people who are still into my community yeah. today, some of my longest subscribers. Uh, I was definitely very fortunate because those guys were always with me. So I had at least always saw three to five viewers, and that is huge. I mean, you know, everybody's oh, yeah. been there, right? We've all been there. Yeah, seeing three to five viewers when your first couple of days, it was it was definitely uh, it it just kind of helped me and motivated me to just keep on going and yeah. again i can't explain it enough i don't know how we got here man and i'm, I'm not saying that as if i'm some big time streamer because right. i'm just a regular guy but the, the progress that we've made in this in this short amount of time it's definitely spectacular man. i'm definitely very grateful for sure well to to be able to you know do this as a full-time gig that is a huge step definitely definitely you know um, paying the bills from you know playing games and 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 again there's more than just playing video games when you you know when you spe step into that content of creator course. role of course um it's so crazy you say that every time somebody asks me definitely the older people are like you know people around oh, yeah. me hey what do you do i just play games i i keep it as short and yeah i play games i play video games that's it and so that's definitely that's exactly what i say every single time and what does mom think you know i i must say you know mom and and um wife uh they were always supportive they've always known i played games that's i never really went to parties um i never really dr you know drunk i never really went out uh, i'm i'm just stayed i'm a homebody for sure and um you know during that time when i was in school and i started kind of getting you know some checks not making a crazy amount but you're seeing a check come in i'm like oh my gosh like this is i did this by doing this it was kind of insane yeah and um I've I've just I've had a very supportive group around I mean, my wife who of course not many people can say they have a couple of degrees playing streaming you know <laughs> yeah but uh my wife she's she's absolutely amazing she's been my rock my backbone my biggest supporter yeah and uh she's been here through all of this so I just just want to buy me a house buy us a house that's it I, I just want to nice. buy us a house man that's it that's all I want to do excellent man and that you know that's that's a common theme i hear from the people who have made a successful jump to content creation is having that good support infrastructure around them whether it's the family the yes. spouse it's just it's it's so important got to uh and anything that you do uh at least for myself you know if you guys were listening this far uh i thought i was going to the nba yeah. so uh I, I didn't lack confidence i've always believed in myself uh 1000 maybe it was a blind confidence but i've always believed in myself and I, yep. i've always thought that if this person can do it you know why can't i i mean people that we see do these amazing jobs yeah at the end of the day they're just people too we're all mm -hmm. just regular people and so the way i see it is if somebody else can go out there and do it and be successful yeah uh, why not me so I, I i always say is uh not saying people need me for advice but just <laughs> be confident confidence is, is a contagious thing that can take you so far in life yeah so uh you know, keep your confidence up and, and just stay on, stay on course. Be, be consistent stay on course. Absolutely. And now I just saw you this Friday is your one year anniversary. Well, so it was actually, um, it was actually Valentine's day. Oh, okay. That was, 
that was my actual partner year and yeah. partner anniversary. It was our one year anniversary. But yeah, we're gonna celebrate it uh, this upcoming Friday. Yeah. And uh, again, you know, being able to do this for upwards of three years now, give or take, you know, give it, it's it's just again, words can't describe it, man. It's just it's it's a it's a really good feeling. It, it's nice. just it's great. And I just want everybody to know again that if I could do it, you also could do it. But uh, I hope everybody knows how grateful that I truly am, you know, because it's uh, the world's crazy. So yep. it's crazy out here to be able to do this. Absolutely. And now, what was your partner story? Where were you when you got word that you made Twitch partner? Uh, so it was actually, um, gosh, I, I, we, I, we struggled for so long, man. We struggled for about upwards of like year and a half, 20 months. We just we couldn't get over that hump, man. And um, Tarkov drops, uh, not this past year, the year before, it really helped me a ton. And it's actually crazy because I wasn't even on the initial list. I wasn't even on the initial list. So, I, but at that point, you know, I was already streaming Tarkov for a year and a half. And I was like, hey, like, is there anything that I could do as a, as a, as a Tarkov creator? And let alone, I was like, honestly, I was like, there's not many black Tarkov players. I was like, is there anything that I could do to maybe just, just be a part of that? And I checked like three days. They never even responded to me. But three days later, I was on the list. And oh, then man. It was insane. And, and after that, after those drops that month, um, we the average went from like 70-ish. And it just skyrocketed to like oh. 85. And then it was, it happened like a month later. And when I got it, me and the wife had just got, just got back from eating. And I yeah. just checked my email. And I just, uh, I saw it and I just gave her a hug. I think, uh. <laughs> I, you know what? I might have been on the toilet. I don't even remember, but uh, <laughs> so, I just gave her a hug, yeah. man. It was that was definitely um, a looming, a looming uh, a goal of mine yeah. that I, I really wanted to do. Not because of, I mean, it the perks aren't all that, but right. just to say that I did that and it's I a, didn't do it alone, of yeah. course. But I I set my that was one of my biggest goals, and to accomplish that, that kind of just showed me that look. You started at it, it, the the hardest time to stream is when you start at zero. Yeah, zero is the, is the toughest. So you mean to tell me if I somehow made it from zero seventy five? I mean, I, I truly believe one day that I'm gonna be a a content creator that, that that's streaming to to hundreds of viewers. Yeah, and uh, viewers, of course, viewers don't really matter, but it's just I just uh, I believe my content is super unique, and yeah. I, I think our community is amazing. And, Excellent. Uh, I, I truly just want to see how far this goes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely excited. Oh, man, that's awesome. And now over the three years, did you get to a point where you you like, yeah, I could do this full time or was it just a gradual increase in the viewers and just you know, the community? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it was definitely gradual, of course, because since I was going to school, I was getting financial aid and scholarships. So that helped me out a ton. So if, if you're in school and you want to stream, the best time to stream is definitely while you're in school, because Nowadays, life is so expensive. It's not very feasible to be able to work a full-time job or, or, and then come home and have a family and then stream. Because in my opinion, at least starting out, streaming is a, probably a six-day, six to seven-day-a-week thing. It's a, it's, a, it's a full-time job and then some. Now, I must say, I've been slacking as of recently. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but um, but I, you, know, you definitely got to go on there and you got to stream six to eight hours a day and you got to stream for about six, seven days a week. That's just kind of how it is. So yeah. being in college kind of gave me that boost. You know, of course, those yeah. checks weren't anything insane, but it's Still. helping me survive. So exactly. it was definitely, 
Yeah, the yeah. timing was definitely perfect. Nice. And then, you know, over the last three years, what has been, you know, a couple of the highlights that stick out for you? Like, wow, I can't believe that happened. Or Oh, man. I th- you know what? It's so crazy. I said I saw the shoot in April of 2020. Uh, the end of that April, I got raided by Dr. Lupo. Oh, and, uh, no way. I think he actually broke my stream because I was freezing and stuff, man. I didn't even know what I was doing. At that point, I just sit, I sat in dorms the whole time, and I waited yeah. for somebody to go across, and I would shoot him. Right? I wasn't very good at all. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, definitely the uh, the Dr. Lupo raid is, is definitely uh, huge uh, for me. And then um, about a year later, probably about eight to ten months later, I ended up having a run-in with Summit. Yeah, uh, he ended up shouting me out and giving me like a shout out slash raid. So yeah. I ran into Summit. It was huge. Uh, I would love to get games with both of those guys one day, but awesome. of course I understand. And um, I'm trying to, you know, those are definitely two very, very big moments for me. Yeah. And, and as well as the, as the Tarkov drops. Yeah. Because without the Tarkov drops, I wouldn't have been able to get that push over the edge that I needed. So yeah, definitely those. Uh, two and now what you know when you get that big raid when that big raid happens there's nothing to prepare you for that you go oh, from no, x my to gosh. triple x like you know oh no yeah i was maybe 21 viewers at the t- you know like yeah. maybe 20 viewers maybe to having 4500 and, and i wish i had the clip still but i was so scared of dmca like a year or two ago yeah. that i deleted the clip but oh man that was life-changing man the fact that he's found little old me yeah of three weeks in the talk of and he raided me he absolutely just those guys expedited and and to this day i know people that have still come in because of those guys raided me yeah and again that's why i tell um you know anybody trying to stream anybody trying to be you know be more successful uh if you're playing the game stream yeah because one person one raid one interaction can change your life i'm a firm believer yeah that one person can change the trajectory of your own life so again just just be ready for the moment and i wasn't ready for the moment then, <laughs> but just be ready just be ready because that's all it takes man and i don't know how many streamers will will agree to it maybe they're better than me yeah streaming is so much luck you have to get lucky yeah you have to get lucky and it's all about impressions and and just being genuine and being yourself and you know maybe i'm a little rough around the edges and i talk a lot of shit to my community <laughs> but i mean we just you know you definitely just got to find your own little niche man and just and just do it because yeah. uh you never know what can happen sure. yeah it's amazing like you know the the you know the lupos the summits they just you know end of their night let me just go pick somebody and that impact oh, it has it's just it's I, you know you wonder if they understand that what that you know how much you know good that brings when they do that Man, uh, I th- those are two really really great people, and um, I'm sure they they probably don't give themselves the credit for it. But um, I've always told myself, you know, when I have the ability to uh, to definitely change somebody's life, I definitely will 100% go out there and try to help somebody and and, and make their day better. But uh, I'm just not, you know. But even but even with you know 20 or 30 viewers can can absolutely change somebody's oh, day. You know, yeah. even you know, kind of where we're at now in between, you know, anywhere is between, you know, 70 to 100. That, that's, I mean, people, I'm yeah. always grateful for any amount of raid. And so I hope other people are too. Absolutely. Oh, I'm sure that anybody you raid that, that has five to 10 people, you drop 80 mm-hmm. people and it's like bringing somebody's party to their house now. And, and, yes. you know, yeah, it's, yes. it's a yes. good yes. thing. Absolutely. And now over the years, what's been some of the toughest things about, you know, hitting that go live button every day? Oh man, uh, 
not seeing the numbers move like yeah. you wanted to, man. That those numbers, uh, seeing that viewer count maybe slip compared to the month before, mm -hmm. you know. And let's be honest, I mean, we're all adults here. Maybe looking at that check and realizing that's not as much money as I probably would budget to make to be able to take care of the bills. Mm -hmm. uh, those are probably the three biggest things, man. But that analytics page has burned holes <sighs> in, 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 you know, just just in the back of my head, just thinking about that. Yeah. And 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 honestly, just at some point, just um, just just realizing, just thinking to yourself, what are you? What am I not doing right? To yeah. See you know, and and uh, you know, I don't mean this in a in a in a nasty way, but you see people around you be successful every day, right? And yep. you're sitting here like, and this sounds selfish, but why not me? What am I doing wrong? Yeah. You know, and we've all did that in in all phases of life and all yeah. um in all jobs, right. you know, and, yep. and careers. And it's just you definitely uh, it gets tough, but just one day at a time, yep. one day at a time. That's my best advice. One day absolutely, at a time. yeah. So now Tarkov. How did you find the game? Oh, man. You know, uh, one of my, again, one of my personal friends and yeah. one of the biggest supporters of the stream was like, hey, get this game called Tarkov. And I'm like, what the fuck is Tarkov? <laughs> and I just was like, okay. And so we got it. I didn't play it for like three months. Yeah. I didn't play it. I was just like, okay, I got it. And then when we started playing, I, I'll never forget this. Our first raid, somebody said, Hey, bro, I played that game. Come with me. So we all play. We're in a five stack, all right? There's only oh, one guy that knows what he's doing. <laughs> so we spawn into reserve with no guns. He says, come on, you don't need any guns. I know the map. We die in like two seconds oh, and yeah. we all get lost. <laughs> but I, And then just, again, I just continued to just play it every day. Yeah. And, and just, it just, one thing led to another. And so that's kind of how it went. And now what, what is the hook that game has on you? that get you just, you know, every day wanting to come back? Oh, you know, um, I truly believe, and I love Tarkov, and I love the PvP aspect of it, and I love, I definitely love Labs because of the, just the setting of the map. Yeah. But to me, Tarkov is, is, is a great game, no doubt. But to me personally, Tarkov is a medium that connects me with people who like the game and want to interact and want to, and want to chat. Uh, I would definitely love to be a just chatting streamer one day, right? That's not very feasible. Yeah. But just being able to see people come in and interact with me through Tarkov and just allow me to be a part of their day. Yeah. Tarkov is definitely great at that, you know, interacting with people, meeting new people instantaneously. Yeah. So that's why Tarkov has me by the throat right now, because it's just, it's a great way to meet new people. Yeah. And, um, I'm definitely an introvert, you know, in person. I mind my business. I put my hood on. Most of us are. Headphones yeah. in, right? And it's insane. But when I get here yeah. in front of this camera, um, kind of the same way with when I was with basketball. When I get in the gym, yeah. when I get in this element and people come and interact, it just, it brings the best out of me. Yeah. So that's why I feel like I, I definitely feel like I'm in the right space. Yeah. Because, um meeting people on a day day-to-day ba -day basis and impacting their lives and them impacting mine. It's yeah. uh, it's definitely a feeling that I really, really appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny how that, like, you know, like you're saying, you know, you're introvert outside here. You're like, you know, talking. I'm the same way. Like my wife says to me, you know, we go to order pizza, order food. She goes, uh, I don't understand you, Barry. You don't, you don't want to talk to the person on the phone to order the food, but here you are having an interview with strangers. I said, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's insane, man. And it's so crazy how 
maybe one conversation can lead to another and whether it may be sports or whether yeah. it may be um gaming or however it is you know um I'm the same exact way. And if you give me an out where I kind of can see you where you're heading and we yeah. can kind of get to talking, oh, we can have a great conversation for for hours. Yeah. But I have to be comfortable enough to kind of let you in. You kind of got to let yeah. me know. So it's it's it, it's crazy. It's definitely crazy. I 100% agree. Yeah. So now with Tarkov, what was the hardest thing for you to learn about that game? Um, Man, I would have to go back to those i can't even really remember <laughs> the hard, you know what the hardest thing about tarkov is definitely understanding how to endure the bad days yes because the bad days are always worse the i guess the worst of the bad is always better than the really really good you know yeah. so you are definitely had to learn how to um how to not let it affect my day yes. not how how to not let it affect how i'm talking to people in the stream. Yes. Uh, you definitely have to know um, bad days happen yep. in, in, in everything. Bad days will always happen. It's just, that's just life. Yeah. But not allowing that to affect your next day and your next conversation. And maybe that person who came into your stream was really, really dealing with something really tough. Yeah. And they expected you to help them get out of it. And so, again, that's why I always want to view our community and our place as a safe space to talk about anything. Yeah. And, um, I'm just here. They just they just pay me to stream. I don't really do any. I don't. You know, that's not my stream. Yeah. That's all their stream. They just hold me hostage for about eight <laughs> hours a day, and that's just kind of how it goes. You yeah. Know? Nice. <clears throat> now, now, what was you know, in your opinion, um, when you approach a wipe, how do you approach a new wipe in Tarkov? You know what? It, it's all. It's so funny you said. This is what always happens. This is me in the back of my mind. I'm gonna grind this wipe. I'm gonna go crazy. Gonna try to be first kappa. Wipe comes. Ah, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. You know, um, I've definitely got to the point now where I try to not burn myself out yeah. as the wipes come. And I'm gonna be honest; it gets tougher and tougher every wipe. Yes. But um, with some of the recent changes, uh, some of the recent changes with Tarkov, um, it's definitely allowed me to pace myself, um, just kind of do what I enjoy and get my quest, kind of quest, and just you know, just, just, just vibe, man. Yeah. Just vibe and and just. Steady, the nice. steady pace. And now, the tail end of the last wipe, did you stick th stick with Tarkov all the way through, or did you change things up with oh, some other games? No, man. I actually battled, you know, last wipe was my worst wipe battling with yeah. Tarkov. I It's actually the longest break that I've ever took on Tarkov. I want to say that I ended up taking four to six weeks off by yeah. playing COD, uh, just playing COD, just getting that refresh and it actually really really helped me because then at some point um cod ended up disappointing me as well yeah. and and it kind of led me back to tarkov and and, and it was kind of i definitely suffered uh viewership wise and, yeah but it it gave my my mental a fresh kind of start and it's allowed me so far so good crossing my fingers it's been Two, two months, but so far, so good. So far, so good. So. Yeah, I was the same way. Like, uh, before that last wipe, I, it dropped off. You know, we didn't get a lot of content. And for me, it fizzled out. And that was the first time in, like, three years that I went mm. I went weeks without playing it. It was weird. Yeah, but, man, it was, it was rough, for but sure. it was nice. You know, the, the I guess the the, sunshine, the sunny part of that is you saw content creators who just main that game get out of their comfort zone and try other games. So they, they have that confidence now. It's like, all right. You're going to take a hit, but you can do it. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Um, I wish that all of my content creator friends could, you know, play what they want to play every day and play a new game and, and be able to pay those bills. But uh, let's be honest, it's not always like that. 
So, but um, you know, it's definitely something that it's going to be inevitable at some point. But slowly differentiating and slowly building the confidence and, and the ability to do it, uh, it takes it takes a long time because honestly, to this day, I don't know if I could just drop everything right now on Tarkov and just go play something else right. because it's just me and Tarkov have this this toxic <laughs> relationship. So you know. yeah. <clears throat> absolutely and now and the other unique thing with tarkov too is you know from like the cods or the Fortnite, you've got to do stash preparation before you start your day of streaming to have you because yeah. nobody wants to yes. see you fiddling around in stash for an hour yeah that is so true and i'm definitely going to be honest i there was one you know during those days and during those weeks where i really didn't want to play it that much i didn't mind being in stash starting <laughs> stream you know i really didn't because it was like, well, look, hey, I'm I'm here. Like, you got me here. This is yep. the best I could do. But yep. it was even tough to play six hours of that game. Man. Oh, it was man. it was brutal. It yep. was brutal. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I I I've all creators. Uh, we felt it. It was it was tough. I me personally, that was the worst patch of talk I've ever been in, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, holy moly, man! Just thinking about that got my head thinking. <laughs> it was bad. It was it, bad. It was it, real bad. The fizzle. It fizzled out so mm. quickly. It was just like, yes, you had. The offline co-op mode to let people get some life out of it but man yeah it was a tough dark man, days that got off so fast too i think co-ops died within a month or two of the game yeah because yeah it was oof, what a rough stretch it was yeah so now do you like to play solo or with uh with a crew you know so as um when i first started i loved playing with all of my friends all 18 of them right yeah. it was okay um but as of recently um I always feel like if I'm playing with another person, then I can't always be 100% focused on the chat. Yeah. And so I always feel like I'm never really playing alone because as long as chat is keeping me updated, you know, talking to me. Right. I'm never really alone. But yeah. I can usually duo with somebody um, as long as they kind of play the same way that I do. It, it, yeah. It's pretty easy. But, um, yeah, usually solo duo. I don't yeah. – I've maybe trioed maybe a handful of times. That's why, you yeah. know, maybe. It's... You know, it's just – well, it's a tough game to run four or five, man. It's oh yeah, oh, oh. yeah, no chance on those. Yeah, oh, no way. Yeah. And mm -mm. the other thing, you know, I, I Pesley was on once, and he talked about how Tarkov is the perfect game to stream because you have all these moments where you can just interact with chat. Yes. Like you know, four or five different stages throughout the course of a raid. Your prep going in, actual raid coming out, and you know, there's a lot of opportunity. You're you're actually uh, really really right. Um, there's so many times just healing, maybe looting, serve kidding, yeah. uh, moving stuff in your backpack, listening to chat kind of tell you what to do. Uh, you're definitely right because it just, there's so much downtime in Tarkov. It's actually kind of crazy, but mm -hmm. it works so well with chat, especially if you want to interact with your chat. Yeah. And me personally, I'd, I'd like to call myself a very interactive streamer. I, I want to hear what they're saying every time. You know, I want to hear them call me very bad words yeah and i'm gonna call them very bad words back and we're gonna have a great time you know so that's kind of yeah. what it is yeah <laughs> so what are your thoughts on the new patch that we got oh it was great it was great um definitely um uh, a step in the right direction a step yeah. in the right direction i hope we continue to get patches like this and i hope that this shows the people in the community that if you can constructively criticize somebody there is ways that things can be changed for the better. Yeah. And um, I'm always a believer that things can always improve. Um, there's definitely a way you go about yes. criticizing and there's definitely a fine line. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, anything can improve, even, even Tarkov. Yeah. And seeing the community come together, uh, again, shout out to, you know, those, those huge guys, you no know, Trey and Clean. And yeah. I think it might have been Toothy and uh, yeah. some other people. 
um, Veritas as well, I think. Yeah. Those guys were great. And those guys saved so many of us. So I'm definitely grateful for those guys. Um, Definitely a way you go about it. Yeah. But this shows it's okay to say Tarkov messed up. It's okay. Like we all mess up. It's okay to say BSG isn't doing the best that they can do. That's totally fine. And so seeing those. Yeah. Seeing those ch- children argue on Twitter, so oh, hilarious. and it's honestly bad for me because I'm such, I'm such a how was that word? I, I like to antagonize people, yeah. and I, and you know, I'm such an instigator. <laughs> so I'll sit there and argue with somebody just for the fuck of it. Yeah. And I know it's not good, and it's not healthy, but that's just kind of how I am, and I'm yeah. always trying to just just have a good time in life and just clown people. So yeah, definitely, I got to be careful. <laughs> uh, so now, are you excited for uh, for Arena to come whenever that comes? Oh, I definitely am. I really hope that they have the, you know, the ranked gameplay in it. Um, yeah. Going to be honest, I definitely could see a version of me maybe uh, getting what I need to get, Max Traders, maybe Kappa, and I, yeah. I could probably full-time Arena. And I, I, I yeah, because I, I love PvP and I love kind of yeah. killing people and having a good time. So if that's, if that's anything like Labs with less cheaters and less yes. maybe people who don't play like me would be absolutely amazing. It would be great for the game. It would be great for the game. Yeah. So. Yeah, I actually just just really put this together. You know, it gives content creators another Tarkov experience so that they can double their content and oh, yes. not burned out yes. on it. Yeah, that'd be great. It's huge. Yeah. That's huge. And now speaking of labs, so you've been I've you know, I've seen you over the last few weeks. You've been like grinding woods for six hours, you've been grinding labs, and you're still <laughs> a sane person. How did you do it? So I tell you this. So um uh, I only did woods whenever I had to do the the, the quest for um, capture not post. Yeah. But I've been playing a lot of Streets of Tarkov lately. Yeah. And because of their recent fixes with that, I've been making a, a ton of money doing that. But um, Labs always has my heart. Labs yeah. has my heart. And I'm currently, I'm actually, I've only been playing in A servers as of recently. The cheaters have been pretty decently bad. But yeah. Honestly, the good raids outweigh the bad raids at times. And Anybody who goes in the labs knows they're going to die. Yeah. So it's not about me surviving anymore. I know I'm going to die. Yeah. It's just about getting a TikTok clip, getting a YouTube yeah. short, uh, getting having a good rate every once in a while, you know, uh, making sure that I can maximize my money. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you just just um, playing labs and only labs. It might be only one map is definitely not healthy. But Streets has kind of given me that change of pace, change of gameplay, change of scenery. Yeah. So then when I go play labs, it's, it's really been really good for me. So I'm definitely a... Uh, very grateful for streets and how everything has turned out. Nice. So far. Yeah. I, yeah. when they dropped labs, I love that map, but it's just, it's the worst thing about this game is that, you know, that suspicious death and it just yeah. it hurts, you yeah. know? So how, yeah. like if you'd say out of 10 raids in labs, how many would you think are suspicious deaths? The in, um, so I'll say this, uh, out of 10 blatant cheaters are probably three out of 10. Yeah. Uh, suspicious deaths are probably another two or three. Yeah, I, I, I'd say fifty percent of your time. You're, uh. I mean, you. I mean, I, I think I have seven thousand hours. Yeah, I know when I die to somebody who's yeah. not, but you know, not better than me. But wasn't they sick or was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the amount of time it takes for them to kill you. Uh, there's usually some some natural delay if they're a good player. Yeah. Now some of these guys, man, they're just they're cracked out of their minds. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, usually about fifty percent of the raids. Um. But I see I play in the mornings, so yeah. in the mornings it's definitely better. But um, at nights I can't talk to those guys because I'm sure it's probably worse. Yeah. And the weekend gamers, all oh, those weekend gamers. I, I, you know what's so crazy? This last weekend on Saturday, I was like, you know what, man? I had a great weekend stream. I was like, I'm not even doing this this weekend, man. Yeah. Because those weekend gamers, they're gonna make me get on. 
and I'm just going <laughs> to die and lose money. And it's, in, yeah. it's also very funny because I ended up going live yesterday around this time being weird. Yeah. And um, I lost like four mil in, in two hours. Ooh. So, yeah, it's it's yeah, yeah. it's, it's it uh. happens very quickly. Now, some of those were legit players, yeah. of course, but just the 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 spiral that yep. can happen so fast nice. you gotta you gotta be oh, careful. It gets dangerous it gets yeah. dangerous and now speaking of like streaming off of your normal hours so like you know streaming at night or on the weekends do you see chat is chat different versus your normal chat morning crew versus a weekend crew night crew well yeah um i would say um up until about june I streamed DJ, so I streamed about six to two in the morning. Yeah. So I was a oh, nighttime wow. gamer. So I was a nighttime gamer for the longest of times. Yeah. And then when my wife got a new job and um, it just, I felt like we weren't spending as much time together. I yeah. went ahead and took the hit and yeah. I switched the mornings. And um, you definitely, you definitely see a different, different, you know, you you see the same people. Yeah. But but you see a different type of chat. Yeah. But it's always kind of good whenever I click the go live button, maybe at a different time and seeing those people who were kind of like, oh, I miss you around this time or yeah. I miss seeing you. And I'm just like, yeah, man, but I'm sorry. I got I got to <laughs> I got to trying to balance, you know, maintaining a decently healthy lifestyle, right. having a wife and family. And I just think that right now. The, the morning-ish time is definitely the best time yeah. for me, for sure. Nice. All right. And now, how would you describe, you know, the, the Barry Buckets community? Somebody's coming into your stream for the first time. What are they going oh, to, what are they expecting? They're expecting some, some fucking assholes, man. <laughs> there, hey, there, there, are, there are some beautiful, wonderful, generous people who absolutely love coming in and supporting us, but those guys are tough as rocks. Those, those guys are tough as fucking nails. Those guys, you know, uh, as you know me, I'm always, you know, upbeat, yeah, joyful. I, yeah. I want to I talk, I want to talk about interact, but growing up, I've always talked a lot of shit that me and my friends base, we, we've always bantered and, and, and talked, you know, that's just kind of how I've always talked and shown love. Yeah. So once those people get in, you know, I'm always, I kind of want them like, Hey, be careful because this group here, it's a tough group of people, man. They'll, they'll get you. You know, I mean, I got called. I don't know how many times I got called just just compound cuss words, man. I'm like, I didn't even existed, you know. But no, definitely a, a very giving, generous group of people who enjoy having a good time. And just uh, they, they show they show tough love, a lot of yeah. tough love in the chat. But um, I know it comes from a from a from a genuine uh, place. And, I, and yeah. I really do appreciate it. I really do, because that's how. That's how I've always known. It's always been tough love growing up. So yep. it kind of feels right at home for me. Oh, good. All right. So, hey, so now you get to pick four people, all-stars, who are running with you. Not all-stars, but anybody from the Tarkov community, past and present. Who are a, right. four people you would pick to do a five-man with you? Okay. So this is tough, you know, but I, I kind of thought about this in the showers. I was thinking he might ask you this. <laughs> and so, uh, no doubt, first and foremost, one of the people that I've definitely been inspired by uh, Glorious E, that yeah. guy's amazing. Uh, I've always loved him. Um, he truly has been an inspiration to everybody. And I've kind of developed my, uh, my, my mentality from him to not let one bad raid kind of dictate how you go about it. Yeah. So definitely Glorious. Oh, God, this is so tough. Oh, <laughs> man, this is going to be a good one. Uh, uh, he doesn't stream anymore because he uh, is in school and he's about to uh, got a job, but... I would love to see Chachi come back. I don't know uh, okay. how many people know Chachi, but uh, we'll definitely love Chachi. Um, I got to have Smooth because that's one of my guys who's been with me 
for as long as I can remember. Yeah. And uh, he's been just amazing. And, you know, um, honestly, um, I could probably pick any big streamer to, to probably fill out this team. Yeah. But um, whether it was uh, Landmark or whether it was uh, Pestily, just one of those guys that's truly like a like a Tarkov OG. Yeah. Like, some of those guys that they've been here for so long and they've been they're just they're they're masters. You know, yeah. they're insane. So, yeah, they're definitely those guys. Cool. Um, I definitely love having the people who support me every day around yeah. me, though. And, and, and you got to can't forget about those guys, man, because those are some some great people. around nice. me. So I got to include them. Cool. So now when it comes to, you know, the other content, the TikToks, the YouTube shorts, do you where do you focus that stuff on? Do you span like do you <clears throat> spread it across all of those? Uh, yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm, again, I'm not very good at, I'm, I'm not tech savvy at all. I'm so stupid when it comes <laughs> to stuff like that on the PC. So, um, uh, it's as simple as if I get a clip, yeah. if I get, uh, you know, anything worthwhile, worth content, uh, it's going to three different platforms. Yeah. It's going to YouTube, yeah. TikTok, and that time I'll post them on Twitch, depending on how good it is, you know, but, yeah. uh, you'll see the same one across three different platforms. Yeah. Um, I usually post the same YouTube short, the same TikTok yep. every day. Uh, I post my shorts around uh, in the, in the, at midnight in the morning yep. at noon. And I try to post my TikToks uh, during the hot time of the TikTok days. Yeah. And then so, yeah, usually uh, those three. I don't really use any more platforms right now. Yeah. I'm not really a big Instagram guy. Yeah. But uh, YouTube, YouTube shorts and TikTok as well as Twitter. Definitely my main platform. For sure. Now, have you have you seen growth from doing that? aspect? Oh, of yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, if there's any advice, if I could give to anybody out there who who needs my advice, I know most of you probably don't. <laughs> but uh, but um, you know, most of us only stream, you know, probably at most, you know, eight ish hours a day. Yeah. People only see you live for a third of the day. They don't see your content for another 66% of the day. Yeah. So my advice to anybody is uh, you're not going to grow just streaming on Twitch. It's not going to happen. It's yeah. just, that's not how, that's not how this stuff works anymore. Yeah. But streaming on multiple platforms, you know, like getting it out to multiple platforms, you know, when you're not live. So that's why I try to do it right in the morning at midnight when, of course, you know, some, the the, uh, the degenerates, you know, they're yeah. about that time. So we get the degenerates, you know, and then uh, we usually go live around 10 in the morning. And then uh, we'll also post that TikTok around uh, anywhere between 10 to 2. Yeah. And we'll kind of let that content roll out and we do it all. We do it all again. I, I try to do that at least six days a week. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I, I might, you know, miss a day, but I'm, I've been very consistent as of, as of recently. And uh, I've actually seen a lot of growth um, nice. on my TikTok. I mean, I don't know how you gauge a lot of growth but it's been like uh over 250 followers like in the month of january alone nice so i'm i'm definitely very happy for that um i have to be consistent on on other platforms because i know how tough it is it is tough twitch is so saturated yeah and discoverability on twitch is not the best and if you want to put yourself out there and you want to be successful you got to go out there and you got to that hit your different outlets because yeah again again my whole thing one person can change your life one one person takes one person to come yeah. out there and, 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 and just support you. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Cause like I've heard so many content creators say, you know, when you're, you know, you're not live YouTube, Twitch, or now YouTube and TikTok, that's out there 24 hours a yes. day. You're, you can 100%. get anything from there and you know, they come over and like you said, any one, it just takes one, one it just takes one. And, and you're totally right. And, um, you just never know, uh, the people who are going in and, and, and watching your content, 
they could come check you out yeah and they could come be a loyal viewer for the rest of your streaming career right you just you just never know so don't limit yourself yeah. and um at least for me personally um it's at least one youtube short and one tiktok a day nice um the, the youtube the youtube uh long forms definitely vary because I suck at long form YouTube. I get like no views on them, but I'm still trying. I'm yeah. still trying to be consistent and anywhere is between one or two videos a week, depending on how the week goes. Yeah. The summer's around there for sure. Yeah. Nice. So now a couple of things. So what is Milker's GG? Okay. So the Milker's GG is, uh, it's just, uh, honestly, it's just some of those group of people that I was just talking about. Yeah. It's just some homies that, uh, that I've met through Twitch who have, uh, genuinely been really good people. You know, they're kind of people who kind of align with the same beliefs as I do. Yeah. They they kind of, they just, they're, they're always in the community. The community, um, they vibe with us. It's just a group of people who, who have, you know, been a part of my life and my, you know, uh, um, time as a streamer. And yeah. it's just, uh, you know, nowadays everybody's so selective with how they want to go about things. Yeah. And I just want to make sure that I can include people who nice. I genuinely felt like they were just really good friends to me and, Hey, we'll, we'll see what happens and, yeah. and maybe this could help you guys in the long awesome. run. So that's what it is. Excellent. Yeah. And then now you have your own podcast, the bucket list. Oh yeah, man. I'm not doing as good as you right now, man. <laughs> I just, yeah, but Hey, I, this is all I have. This is it. You know, I'm not streaming, you know, so no, it's you, you, you've got a full plate. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Um, I definitely use that. I've, I've used that platform a couple of times to, really just talk about life yeah probably really get a different version of me you don't really get the sports version of me you don't really get the gaming version of me you kind of get the the life version of me uh i'm a firm believer uh in in, in jesus christ and i kind of just use my platform to uh to just you know, speak his word through yeah. me and 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 just again inspire people nice. I, i'm all about um inspiring people and if i could just help one person uh, I consider that a win. So yep. that's kind of definitely nice. Yeah. Very cool. All right. So now, you know, you're, you're turning off the computer. What happens after you step away from streaming? Oh man. So, you know, it depends. So usually I get off around, you know, five or six. So if I get off around five or six, uh, depending on the day and probably maybe going to the gym, I like to play basketball, go, go to the gym, uh, a couple times a week. Um, but if not, Oh, me and the wife are probably going to get some food. Yeah. Me and the wife are probably just going to Target. Uh, I don't, yeah, that's pretty much it, man. And then, or I'm just, I'm gonna go be a frump on the couch, and like I'm about to do here pretty soon. I'm yeah. gonna go watch Netflix, and that's that's it. That's just me. What's on the playlist these days? What are you and the wife watching? Uh, so um, we're actually currently watching you because the new season just came out. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we have um, then we have, uh, God, what's that show called about the kids who go after the gold? Uh, it's on Netflix. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I'm going to have to come back to that one. Oh, um, Outer Banks? Yes, Outer Banks. Yes. Yeah, it's coming on again, so we're going to yeah, watch that. I heard and, that. And um, I actually binge-watched Yellowstone, oh. uh, all five seasons, in like two weeks. I What'd know you think healthy. of it? Oh, it was wonderful. Oh, so man. now I'm on, the, I'm on the prequels now. So I'm about to get – I'm done with 1883. Yeah, that was good. And, yes, it was – oh, it's so good. And so now I'm on – 1923 yeah almost done without and the new the new episodes come out as well to that yeah so that'll take up my time for probably about the next month or so yeah so, yeah yeah 1883 i enjoyed that more than it was just so good yes it yeah was good. it was so good Man. yeah and, and you think about like how hard that was coming across from europe it's just like oh my god dude it's, it's, crazy. it's definitely insane i i couldn't imagine like nope. that 
just hey, honestly, it's kind of crazy because when you watch that, you kind of get this whole different aspect and perspective on life. You're really yeah. like, wow. Like, look, when the sun went down, they went to sleep. Yeah. Like they they didn't have anything. They just drove. Like, imagine, you know, going. Even if you were to go across the world right now, it, it takes a long time. Even in a plane, you're talking right. about they spent months doing it. It's, it's yes, it's yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy. All right, and I also saw that you're a Pats fan. So how does somebody from Texas end up being <laughs> a fan of the Patriots, where outside of New England, everybody hated Brady? It's insane, man. It's insane. So growing up, uh, my dad was a Patriots faithful when they weren't very good. Yeah. Um, I don't really know how he got into them to be honest, but I know that he was there when they weren't the best. Yep. So. Granted, you know, when they started winning, uh, it was definitely easy for me to come jump on the bandwagon. I was about, I don't know, seven years old, yeah. something like that. Probably closer to 10, but I remember crying in 07. I cried a couple of tears that night. Didn't really know. I didn't really understand it, but yeah, um, I cried a couple of tears that night when the Patriots lost. And I tell myself, I'm a Patriots fan now. So I have been a diehard. Um, I, I, I played football but um, growing up, but I really didn't like it. I didn't enjoy being hit. Yeah. Um, but uh, I've always been a basketball guy, but watching football is like my life. I'm, I'm a huge football fan. Um, I would like to call myself a very reasonable Patriots fan. Yep. I, I don't really, I think I'm pretty reasonable. And, um, and yeah, I just, I fell in love, man. And I fell in love with Tom Brady keeping every game alive and yeah. Bill Belichick and, and, oh man, those are just, Dude, I, words can't describe it, man. That it was, Atlanta that's, comeback, that's I, that was mm. insane. You know, oh, man, that catch that oh. I think it was Edelman, just like his fingers got under that ball. And it was just like, I don't know how he did that. Golly, that just... man, all that, this, all the games and the oh. playoff games and the comebacks and that game, especially, I think I might've cried that after <laughs> that game too. Uh, yeah. just, it was, uh, just so many great memories, man. So many great memories of the, of the blue, white and red. And, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm definitely grateful for it. Of course, you know, all good things have to come to an uh -huh. end, but, um, Nothing got ugly. Nothing got uglier than that lateral mess that happened at the end of that. Was that the Miami game? The Raiders game. Oh. No, you're, you're you're definitely right. Oh. But you know what? I I um I have a lot of faith in the Patriots this offseason. Yeah. Uh, we've already taken a step and went out and gotten an offensive coordinator. Yeah. And um, as long as we can go out and get us a, a number one receiver threat, I believe we're one of the best teams in football with a defense and Bubba check. So um, you I, like I'm Mac? actually. I do like Mac. Um, I, again, you know, all the people who critique him, all the quarterbacks who are successful in today's game, they have a plethora of options to be successful. They have so many different weapons. And the Patriots, we haven't given them a fair share of opportunities, yep. you know, around him. Every great player in history, the LeBrons, the Jordans, the Tom yep. Brady's, the Bill Belichick's, the all, everybody's had Hall of Famers with them. Everybody's had great players. Yeah, Nobody wins alone. It, it takes a team. It's a full... It's a full three-phase, it's a three-phase game, you know, yep. offense, defense, and special teams. And Bill Belichick is just, he's, they, Tom, they, they spoiled me, man. Oh. They just spoiled me. <laughs> oh, they've just spoiled me so much. Yeah. At least hopefully Patricia's not going to touch the offense and he'll just stay on the defensive side of things. Oh, thing. my gosh. <laughs> I'd send a cab for Patricia right now, man. He's <laughs> easy. Mm. Uh, yeah, that yeah. guy. Oh, he ruined my Sundays, oh, man. man. Oh, my goodness. Oh. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on that, man. Now, how about hoops? Who are you liking in hoops these days? Who's your uh, team? Do you have a team? So, or Yeah, so so I definitely do have a team. I'm a Spurs fan by heart. I always will be. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely I'm a huge LeBron fan because uh, I believe that, again, he always he's always made the best play possible for his team. And 
growing up, that's kind of how I was taught to play the game. You yeah. make the right play, you make the best play, you know. Yeah. And uh, if only I was six eight and the greatest player <laughs> to ever play the game, arguably, maybe I'd be there too. Yeah. But you know what? We'll take we'll take this. What we got right now, it's not too bad. So. Yep, absolutely. Oh, cool. All right. So, well, you survived the podcast. Now, before you go, you it's your turn to shout out to somebody who you think has a good story that that should come on. Oh, man, a good story who has actually come on. Um, you know, honestly, um, I actually saw uh, your thing in the background, and uh, I really, really liked, um, I mean, of course, right? It's not fair, but Willersy, I mean, that guy, All he, right. he's, he's, I mean, you know, Willersy, man, I mean, come on, man. Like, he's one of those guys who I didn't really, I really didn't really reference him, but just seeing that guy, man, he's always, he's just, he... <laughs> He's a Tarkov faithful. He's yeah. an OG. Uh, he has this such this such this uh, unique content and such a great community. He's just a great person. Yeah. He's a great person, and he has his own things kind of outside of Tarkov that he enjoys doing. Yeah, and and I truly believe that too. That if you don't have things outside of Tarkov and outside the computer screens, this stuff gets nasty. Man. Oh, it doesn't yeah. really hit how you really want it to be. So uh, with a Z, All I'm right. gonna play games with him one day too. Nice. With a Z, thank you. All right, thank cool. you. All right. Well, Barry, thank you so much for doing the pod, man. It's been awesome hearing your story and meeting you. Well, I really appreciate it. And again, I feel big time now. I got <laughs> interviewed by the best Tarkov podcast oh. in the, on the planet, Tarducks, you guys. Make sure you guys show him some love. I'm sure uh, people aren't as interested in my story, but this is one hell of a guy. And I'm super grateful that you took the time and you were able to reschedule with me after the freeze. So I thank you. <laughs> and I'm, I'm very grateful for you. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. 